Positively Joy. Are you living life but feel like something's missing? You've come to the right place. I'm Yvette Walker, your host for this podcast on finding the true meaning of God's joy. Joy is not a feeling, it's faith. And my guests and I will talk about how to avoid falling down the rabbit hole of chasing physical or emotional joy. In this season, we'll tackle spiritual growth as we discover the true joy of the Lord. Whispering in His Ear, the devotional, explores talking and listening to God's message for us. Now, read God's voice and how to listen, a new companion study guide to the original devotional that provides discussion questions and more insight to the scripture that reveals how God talks to us. Get the series on Amazon. Kyle Roberts is a videographer, stop-motion filmmaker, and a feature filmmaker who loves God. His newest film, What Rhymes With Reason, releases on 1010, World Mental Health Awareness Day, and tells the story of a group of friends on a journey of mental health awareness. Kyle said God was all in the making of this film, including the prophetic release date. We will talk about startling statistics on suicide and mental health and why this movie is important to see for all families. Here's Kyle. Kyle, thank you so much for being on the Positively Joy podcast. Yvette, thanks for having me on. So this is this is old home week, and I always like to be upfront when I know the people that I'm talking to. So Kyle and I worked together at the Oklahoman uh, a long time ago because you actually left that news operation to follow your dream. I was just I was always so proud of you. Always so proud of you. You left that to follow your dream because you were heavy in video at the news outlet, but mm-hmm. you started doing um, uh, stop. Stop animation. Am I, am stop I saying motion. that? Yeah, stop, stop motion. motion. Yeah. That's kind of where you kind of had your sweet spot for a while. But mm-hmm. then you started doing some other things. And your first movie, your first live action movie, The Post Human Project, which was awesome. Yeah. I saw it. Uh, and so now you have a new movie. So you are here today to talk about this movie, but also to talk about, you know, what is behind your reason for doing this movie. And, yeah. and it is there's faith elements in this movie and it talks about mental health. Yeah. What is the rhyme and reason I made? What rhymes the reason? (laughs) Yeah. 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 And that is the name of the film and it, it releases on, and I got this wrong the first time, but it's October 10th, 1010. That's right. On Which is mental health awareness day. Is that correct? Yes. World mental health day. And honestly, we didn't know that signing up for it. And I'll tell you that story. That was definitely like a God, God thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. Or some strings for us, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I want to talk about your Facebook, but, but I want to talk yeah. with you first about, so I, I haven't, you know, I certainly had creative people on this show before, and I do believe that God is the great creator. And I yes. think that God loves creatives. I think he loves yeah. creatives. Um, but I think creatives who do have a faith background are driven 
perhaps a little differently than some others. So again, you started, you know, or at least I, maybe you didn't start, but I knew you first in this news outlet where you were doing video and you were good at that, but then you left to follow your dream. So talk a little bit about what prompted you to do that and kind of how you found yourself where you are today. Absolutely. Well, I do want to say, uh, I love you said God, love, basically God loves creatives <laughs> kind of thing too. But yeah. I would say, you know, if God is the ultimate creator, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, and he made us in his image. It, he made us to be creative. Uh, I mean, when we're creating, so whether that's literally creating people <laughs> or, or drawing or, you know, that's why I love film and is, is it's an art that combines so many different forms of art together. Yes. Uh, music and oh my gosh hair and wardrobe and storytelling and you know all these things together uh which is just you know so excited about but the question was <laughs> how did like, you know how did I transition into this right yeah yeah because you were because you were I mean in my opinion you were kind of like this this hot shot video man at a at a <laughs> at a news operation which was slowly being driven you know bring pulled sure. along into the digital age and sure. you knew where we needed to get. So you were doing that and we're doing a great yeah. job. But then but then you left and you started doing other things. And again, yeah. I was I was super I was sorry to see you go, but I was super proud of you, too. So what 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 <laughs> led you away from yeah. from that into a more creative outlet? And then, of course, now you're involving your faith in it all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was at the Oklahoman and NewsOK.com at the time uh, for, I think, seven years uh, during that time, and you know, as a creative, I'm always creating something. So whether it's like with a small group and we're making a music video or doing whatever, we started playing around with stop motion animation. So the first thing we did is we we made a tribute to a 1987 Ninja Turtles <laughs> stop motion intro. <laughs> So mm-hmm. it's the cartoon intro, uh, but then we recreated it frame by frame with action figures. So have a Michelangelo figure, move it, you know, take a picture, move it, take a picture, move it. And uh, we posted it and it got millions of views and featured by LA Times and USA Today and Wired Magazine and all of these things. And what that also um, told me is one, it was, it was so exciting because like that was the first thing I've really had, that even though it was a tribute thing that someone besides my friends, you know, that I created, not for, you know, the Oklahoma or whatever else, but like that I made, like, you know, people were just, you know, you know, really, really engaged with it. And one of the things that taught me is the value of nostalgia. Yes, uh, yes. Incorporate even in, in the film that we're, we'll, we'll talk about what rhymes the reason, but um, that, 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 in that, so that transition to this whole world of, basically communicating um, nostalgia through brands and selling toys. You know, we're doing commercial work for Nickelodeon and Hasbro and Mattel and, you know, all these other things. After we did that one thing, we started getting hit up. Uh, so we were, we we're doing that and it's, you know, been a privilege uh, to communicate and speak to families. These are all family-friendly brands. Uh, and so essentially we did that for seven years. And during that time, we're kind of crafting this story, What Rhymes With Reason, and it felt felt this calling, you know, to make this film. We're seeing, we were seeing, I was a young life leader at that same time too. I was at the Oklahoman. We're seeing a rise of um, anxiety and depression and thoughts of suicide, kids committing suicide, taking their lives. Uh, and it rise even at that time. Now it's even crazier, right? But even at that time, I felt like God kind of put this in our heart of there has to be a better way to talk about this stuff than 
don't want to just bash the show, but like a 13 Reasons Why or other shows that are important to have out there, but can tend to glorify suicide. And so we just knew there were, had to be a better way to talk about this that's more family friendly, but still meets kids where they are. So that's been this whole journey. It's like, we got to tell this story <laughs> that is real and honest and uh, not cheesy, <laughs> you know, at the same time too. And it really fits this spot, like right in the middle there of meeting kids and families where they are, something they could, they could watch together. Um, so essentially, yeah, sorry, we did all that commercial work. And that's leading up to all of these things. And we finally got to a point where we got all the investors on board, all the things. It's a, it's still a very independent film, but it was, you know, it's over a million dollars, you know, kind of thing to produce this film. And it, was, it took a long time for us to, to do and figure out. But once we've really got to a place that we knew that the script is there, you know, we were just uh, did so much research, like six years of research, um, talking to counselors and parents and um, youth workers on trying to get this thing right. Um, wow. And then basically we shot it last spring uh, and it comes out, yeah, 10-10. <laughs> wow. So what is behind the mental health focus? Why is that important yeah. story to tell? Yeah. So um, there a few reasons for me anyway. One, we talked about as, as a youth minister, like we're just seeing a rise of these things. Also growing up, um, I kind of uh, walked around eggshells around my sister. I mean, she was a great big sister, and but there was just a, kind of some disconnect there. And I didn't know what was going on. And it really was into to her 30s uh, where she was diagnosed bipolar. And I, I like to say with a side of depression because <laughs> it's often, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a buddy, um, you know, to, to all kinds of different symptoms. So. So we found out, you know, basically there's a chemical imbalance in her brain. And that's something that I really didn't know a whole lot. I honestly just didn't know a whole lot about that. And then that was so telling, not only obviously for her and our family and her friends and her her, her family. There was like, that was an awakening to me just about mental health in general. It's, it's not a situational uh, deal of depression or something. It's like, this is a chemical imbalance. So that was really important. We kind of t- tell her story through one of our characters, Savannah, Jesse, Savannah, brother, sister is <laughs> really important in this story mm-hmm. and their relationship. Um, but so, so that, that's another part to it. Uh, and then the third part is, oh, just kind of some of my struggles of um, uh, a couple different bouts of my, these were situational and this is as a creative, um, like thoughts of taking my life. Kind of thing. Yeah. And I did. yeah. Because of my family and my faith <laughs> that I did not. Uh, and I knew I had more things to do here um, on this earth. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I saw, I think that's, it was your little girl. I saw her in the background. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I can, and I can hear her slightly, but it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Um, so obviously you're a family man. And so yes. tell us a little bit about how your family and faith plays into this. Yeah. Uh, one, very specifically, Sloan has a small cameo. So that's fun for her. She's <laughs> she, she's in the background of a scene, but she's telling all of her friends at school, I'm a movie star. I need to come to, the, <laughs> you need to, come to this movie. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it's a huge part in this. I mean, so one of the stats we share, um, there's two, two huge stats. One is that suicide, um, taking your life, is the second leading cause of death from 10 to 18 year olds. That's the CDC uh, stat, 10 year olds and Sloan Sloan is 10. And that is wild. You know, I have a 10 year old daughter and we need to have, who knew even three years ago that we needed to have a film that was this family friendly. Like I said, 
we started this eight years ago, but God knew this was the right time. And I'm also constantly reminded of that. This isn't Kyle Roberts' plan <laughs> for this movie or the release or anything else. This is God's timing, and and that's very apparent uh, throughout this whole process. So, I mean, that's obviously really important to have a film that's family friendly mm-hmm. to share. Uh, that essentially, this whole film's purpose is to break down walls. It's this. Uh, adventure film, you know, in the wilderness and it's this Goonies-esque, you know, kind of thing. But it also, um, you know, talks about um, depression and anxiety and suicide, but also does not glorify those things. So it's very carefully crafted, but it's carefully crafted to break down walls, Mm -hmm. uh, barriers that um, kind of everybody has, but especially when you're talking to your kids, you know, they don't want to talk about these things, even though they may need to. Um, and so this allows them to you to sit and enjoy this film and this movie together and break down those walls so you can have some of these much needed conversations that sometimes is just really hard to, to start. Yeah. I mean, you just mentioned a startling statistic. Yes. You know, the between 10 and 18. Yes. You you have a real talent for telling uh the story of youth. I mean, mm-hmm. it was the same with post-human, which actually was a superhero. movie but the but these young people i'm not comparing them to the young people in this movie but you know but they were personable they had a backstory you understood and in the new movie it's a brother and sister and in post-human it was two brothers and obviously their families have problems yes now of course things things happened in that other movie because there was, there was, you know, superhero powers. And that was a lot of <laughs> right. fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Right. I, and by the way, I remember a video you did of Sloan where she was kind of doing the oh, fire yes. hands. That was, <laughs> Oh, I remember Sloan. That's so awesome. But families have issues and all families. Right. So you have, I think you have a real talent of being able to, to bring that to the screen, but with the new movie, there's, there's no superpowers. Right. It's just real life yeah, and the real. and the grit and yeah. the difficulties of relationships. And I feel like that's one thing throughout our research um, with teenagers is teenagers today are so inundated, obviously social media, TikTok, Instagram, you know, all these things in their face all the time that I feel like teenagers just need real more than ever. Like yeah. they, they see so much either not hypocrisy, maybe, but just fake, just so much fake, you know, all the time. It's all so forced and so, you know, out there and it's entertaining, but they just need real more than ever. Uh, And that's something we provide in this movie is something that's very real and honest. Yeah. So it's releasing on 1010. Uh, It's releasing wide, pretty wide, right? Yeah. Well, I think they're at about 750 theaters across the country now. Wow. Wow. That's, I mean, that's incredible. Especially yep. being an independent film. Yes. <laughs> so congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah, from what I understand, that kind of puts us in like top 2% of independent films to get this this wide of a release, which yeah. is yeah. cool. <laughs> and and so you mentioned that there were some guide moments in the whole, in the making of this and the how it's going to be released and all that. And yes. I do want to point out, because I don't want to forget this, that people can see it there, but there's there's group sales and you're even making it available for churches and schools to be able to watch it together. Yes. And the best way to check that out, um, our website is wrwrfilm.com. So it's short for what rhymes with reason, <laughs> wrwrfilm.com. Uh, and we have the very, the very homepage, the very front page. We have, you know, ways to buy tickets in theater or search for it, see if it's in a theater near you, group ticket info. 
uh, in a theater or host at your church or school. Uh, and that's through Faith Content Network, that last one. And it's this real short form. And they basically walk you through every step of the process to bring to your um, church. I know Sound of Freedom is in about 2,000 churches uh, mm-hmm. Right now, um, through that, and so this is with the same the same company, um, and like Sound of Freedom, it is kind of a cause based film. You know, even like Christian or faith based, I would say it's probably faith adjacent. Uh, is what I've called it for a long time, uh, and that's kind of what Sound of Freedom is too. But uh, I say more than anything, it's a cause based film because this is such a huge need. Uh, we, we definitely tell it through a fun way, um, but yeah, just to, to continue and encourage conversations around mental health. So important. So, all right. What are some of those God moments that you mentioned? How the so things happened? Yes. Yes. Well, one of them we did, we talked about about the 1010 date. So we were trying to figure out, uh, this film was only on the market for like a week, which is a very short time. But when you finish it and we did a, a premiere at Dead Center, which is our local festival, but then it was on the market for a week and Fathom came to us, uh, Fathom Events. Uh, it was like, okay, we'd like to release this, you know, nationwide in the theater. We're like, yeah, we want to do that. <laughs> and so they picked a date and that was 1010. Uh, and we were like, okay, um, cool, let's do it. And then the very next day we got on the phone with one of our national sponsors, 988, um, which I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's the, the hotline that you can text or call like 911 from any phone um, to get help. So whether someone's literally on the edge or just needs to talk to somebody. They connect, they have professionals on the other line. So even in Kansas City or whatever, they can connect you with other people in your area uh, for free services or paid services kind of thing, which is so cool. Anyway, we were talking to 988 and they said, oh my gosh, we told them, you know, this is happening in 1010. And they said, that's the perfect day. We were like, I know it's the perfect day, but why do you think? Because I had no idea. Why do you think it's the perfect day? And they're like, this is World Mental Health Day. Like we're like, oh my gosh. So that that was definitely for us anyway, because this was already happening. We had no we had no control of the date. Fathom picked it. It was the only date you know they had in their book that that month. But that for us, I felt like that was God pulling some strings and saying. Essentially, what's going to happen is it's a one night release kind of thing, too. So and we're starting to fill up in theaters. So if people are interested, get your tickets for your family, watch this together. But uh, one thing that's going to be that's still blowing my mind and it's kind of starting to see part of God's plan for this whole for eight years is that this is releasing on 1010 Mental Health Day. And people are basically going to gather as a nation into churches and schools and theaters to watch this film together and have these conversations together. That's really awesome. It's, really it's just awesome. wild. I would never would have guessed any of that, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This, but. So you mentioned the other film. There's been lots of films that are either faith adjacent or faith based. Yes. And you mentioned Sound of Freedom. Yes. Um, why do you think we are seeing in a big way, in a mainstream way, why you think? Why do you think we are seeing more either faith adjacent or Christian? And we look at the Chosen's, you know, also in lots of places, TV mostly, yeah. but also come into movie theaters sometimes. Yeah. Why are we seeing that now? Well, I think it's several things. Um, one, I think your average audience is just tired of the repeats, you know, so sequels, prequels. You know, they just the studios just crank out these things because they think it's going to get this and that. And, and a lot of them are bombing, you know, like they're then now seeing for the amount they made for them that it's not working. It's not connecting you know, with the audience. People are tired of that. But that, then secondly, it kind of goes back to what we were just saying of I think people just want want real. They're always going to want the really fun things like 
Barbie, honestly, I love Barbie. Okay. Like it, it was so fun. They're going to want those. They're going to want some things that are, but that, that movie was also real too. You know, like yeah. it, it connected with some chords that were very honest. So I, I just, I think people, um, you know, they also love it, uh, inspirational stories always have, uh, and, and based on true story stories, which are what a lot of inspirational faith films, this is not, <laughs> but what a lot of them, you know, are, which is great. Yeah. Um, but I think we're, we're also just have got to this point where independent films like ours, um, you can make an independent film for one to $3 million. And it looks like a, a you know, a $20 million movie, you know, kind of thing. And people don't notice the difference either way. And so, when you have those strong independent voices that are going to do and make what they were going to make anyway, mm-hmm. then you have these voices of believers or other people. And so I think that's, I think that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it is beautiful. Okay. Now I need to ask you this question because back when you were still working in news, you know, you were on the cutting edge of video <laughs> and digital for this old traditional, you know, news sure. form, right? So I have to ask you about AI. Okay. And how that is making its way into a lot of different creative uh, forms. And I imagine, obviously CGI has been around for a while, but I imagine you are also hearing discussions and probably seeing AI being used uh, in film and in video. So concerns, thoughts, how how are we going to live with AI? Yeah, we have to be careful. You, you said uh, AI, you know, six times now. I have a lot of devices around me and you have it right. We have to be careful what we say. <laughs> uh, no. Um, so our, as a creative, I think it's really cool. Um, there is a point where it becomes dangerous, not only as a business and um, how you continue to employ people um, and actors and you know other things there, too. Um, I, I think that is a concern. Um, but for us, even when we're brainstorming, we'll say, hey, give me the the movie like the like chat GPT, like give me the synopsis and breakdown for a movie kind of like this, this and this. And it'll help unlock our team with other ideas just just in a brainstorm session, you know, kind of thing. So I think there's a lot. And that's just one example, right, of a of, of way you could do that and a quick pitch. Or I have used it before. Um, I don't know if I should. Well, we're, I'm already doing it. So what, we were going into a pitch meeting with a major studio. And I wasn't prepared. Like we were, we were doing so many other things. This came up like, Hey, can you, can you give us a couple pitches? This is for animation thing uh, about a year ago. And um, I was like, okay, uh, this was in two days. So I I used chat GPT to give me some like ideas and we quickly worked up some artwork for it. We're like, okay, here's our pitch. And it was just, you know, to get in the door anyway and to chat with them. And it wasn't, you know, going to be like a, I mean, I guess if any of them really took off, we'd have to figure out how to really make it ours (laughs) too. But I think there's some really creative ways you can use it to help boost what you're doing and not be all that you're doing. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Take over everything that you're doing. I think this is, there's this fear uh, in a lot of places because, you know, for for some reasons people don't understand it and other, and people are just concerned that people are just going to begin to use this. We use the P word, you know, plagiarize. Right. Um, Not only, in professional settings, but, you know, I used to teach, so we're concerned about students just creating papers out of thin air, right? Yeah, right. Um, But I agree. I think that we have to realize how to best use it. And it's a tool. It's a tool just like anything else. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 
<laughs> well, very good. Okay. Um, well, I'm I'm so looking forward to the release and and see how it does. I think it's going to connect with a lot of people, but maybe even more people than you think, because I think that there's a lot of people who have some connection mm-hmm. with a mental health crisis. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I can tell you, and I mentioned this on the show before. Um, so my first husband who has passed on, uh, had bipolar disorder, just like your sister. Yeah. Now he was bipolar too, which is a depressive kind, which maybe she was, cause you mentioned depression yes. Yes. and, um, went in, you know, went into that marriage, not knowing, not understanding. I don't think really he understood it much either. Sure. It's, it's in our families, whether or not it's blood families or married into families or whatever. Right. And I think that, you know, I, I haven't seen studies, but a lot of people have connections. And I remember being uh, in a, at, a, at a theater watching. I, I go to talk about this movie and I always forget, but it's the movie with Russell Crowe where he suffered from schizophrenia. And I can't think of the, the name of it right now. And, you know, he was married and he was a brilliant, uh, maybe mathematician or scientist, something like that. Yeah. And he began to show the symptoms. Yeah. Look it up for me. (laughs) He began to show the symptoms and his wife had to work with him and deal with him. And as a wife who was married to someone with bipolar and not schizophrenia, that was a hard, I mean, at one point I actually had to leave the theater and go into the craft, into the bathroom Mm -hmm. and I cried my eyes out. So it's, that was tough. That, that was, was awakening for that, you. That was it. But, you know, but on the screen, seeing that there are other people dealing with issues. Yeah. Now, uh, this is this is different. A beautiful and mind. I, a beautiful mind. Yes. Yes. Thanks. Yes. Google. <laughs> that was I know it was tough. Now, I, I, I see this movie. That movie wasn't super inspirational. It was great. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was raw. It was truth. Right. It is. Right. I think this movie is going to is going to be maybe a little bit more inspirational and perhaps touch people in a different way. Like, let's, let's put it like this. I hope no one has to leave in the middle and go to the bathroom and cry after <laughs> they've seen your movie. Like I did right. with beautiful mind, but I think you're going to reach people. I really yeah. do. So, so we've had five screenings so far. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't, I hope they don't have to leave. Uh, what we've experienced, <laughs> they're just, they're just crying right there and laughing. Yeah. Like, I mean, we really go through this like roller coaster throughout it. That's, that's entertaining. Yeah. Uh, one of them, this was crazy validating for me, but it turned into like an hour and a half. We got, we got down there for the Q&A. Uh, it's normally like 15 minutes or something. We ask questions. It turned into an hour and a half like group therapy session together where people wow. were all standing up and sharing stories. And it was just, it was crazy. And so if that's just one sign of like what's about to happen on 1010, I'm so ready for it. Give it. <laughs> Oh, oh, so good. Well, we definitely are going to, I want to keep in touch. I'm definitely going to go see it. As you said, it's here in Kansas City, so that's awesome. Um, I also remember, though, when you had Posthuman, you made it available in a streaming format as well. I don't think you'll really need to do that now since this is wide. But there's going to be lots of ways for people to see it. And I do encourage people to see this movie. The trailer looks great. um, Mm. And they can see the trailer at Film. Dot com. Com. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Yep. And also see how to get tickets and things like that. Um, I just I just want to say that I'm really proud of the work that you have done. I think this is going to be great. And mm-hmm. uh, and I give glory to God for Absolutely. everything behind it. Yes. Absolutely. If I could say one more thing, I, I would encourage people to go in groups. 
uh, one of our calls to action is to take 10 on 10, 10 to see this thing together. Uh, the second big stat we share is so the first one is uh, suicide is the second leading cause of death from 10 to 18 year olds. The second one, and this is kind of what you're talking about um, earlier, but one in 10 teenagers have thoughts of suicide at any given time. That's how wild that is. And so that's why we're encouraging people to take 10 on 10, 10, watch this thing together, especially if it's youth, but if it's your family, friends, really anybody, because it affects everybody um, and, and watch this together. And, and it, it really will help you just have these conversations that are hard to have. Wow. Well, all right. Well, best of luck. I know it's going to do well. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Thanks, Yvette. Thank you for listening to Positively Joy. Go to PositivelyJoy.com to hear previous episodes and to learn more about our ministry and books. Support Positively Joy by becoming a Patreon member and sign up for our newsletter. Thanks to Mars Coleman for the use of his song, The Joy of Knowing. And thanks to Susan Marie for editing and production of the podcast. Till next week. Oh, the joy of knowing. The joy of knowing you. Oh, the joy.